Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ho, ho, holy shit, what did we just watch? It's the PHNX Suns post-game show. It's the Dive Bar, and we're brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Ain't hard to figure out what that was all all about. (laughs) Well, when you're missing 50 50 points of your average points, your superstar, and you don't show up and uh, play with any sense of urgency, yeah, you're going to get your ass kicked by the number one team in the Western Conference. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it looked like this game was over in the first fucking four minutes. Uh, it's just, um, you know, it's just, there's a lot of questions going on right now inside my head. And I know, like, we got Christmas coming up and, um, you know, and all the holidays are going on and stuff. And, but it's just, man, that was, that looked like a team that was just ready for a break. Um, even though I don't think they're going to really get much of one. They play on Sunday night. They got to fly to Denver. It's going to be cold as shit. Well, they and they were cold as shit tonight. So <laughs> they get tomorrow morning off until they have to get on a plane. I don't look. This was a team that that seemed like they knew Devin Booker wasn't there, and they knew they were going to lose. And it was that simple. I mean, the Grizzlies led wire to wire. The Suns showed no heart, no hustle, no no anything in this game. By the way, he saw Bookman on Maspo. Uh, I didn't say that off the top. We just got right into uh, the sadness that was uh, that game that we watched tonight. Uh, You know, I I hesitate to say that about the Grizz. Like, I know Devin Booker's out. I know this. Like, um, and I'm not saying that he's not going to make a big difference when he comes back because he will. I'm not really worried about Devin Booker, though. I am worried about all the other guys on this team right now that just look absolutely lost. They don't, they, I mean, DA, Mikhail, I, I mean, the list goes, like Chris Paul was the only one that showed up at least in the first quarter. You know, it's just, yeah. this is a team like, you know, there was multiple people saying it uh, on social, like, you know what, I think I'm, I'm ready to say like DA and Mikhail, um, our options in terms of trades and stuff like that. Like nobody's off limits. And honestly, I would agree. Nobody's off limits except for Devin Booker. And listen, it's, it's more than just talent. Obviously we've seen this team play at a high level with and without Devin Booker, but the enthusiasm for the game, the effort, it just, those, those dudes in Memphis, it's always been in their, their, their organizational DNA to be physical, 
to be, you know, they don't really back down to anybody, so to speak. And they put it to the Suns tonight, and the Suns just wilted like a wet flower in the winter. But uh, look, I think, I think simply they walked into this game, and I know I, it's not an excuse, but I think they walked in this game the way many of us thought. Devin's not here. They've got their entire starting five. Well, fuck. And when you think like that, you're gonna you're gonna play listless. You're not gonna play well. I, they looked defeated by the when the ball tipped off tonight. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's giving them too too much. I, I think I feel like that's giving Devin Booker too much credit for not being on the floor tonight. Like, well, I'm not saying he would have won it for him if they but, played but, like but this. I'm, I'm just saying I think that's the mentality of this team now. Is mean, Devin's the guy, and if and nobody else. But they were in the playoffs it. last year without Devin Booker, and they didn't back down. Like yeah, they, you know. They got beat up in that series. Sure, but they still won, they still won games without him. You know what I mean? They lost two games without him as but well. But they still like, won games without yeah, him. They still just, were competitive. I, they didn't get blow out by fucking 30 points in the first quarter. Like there's a big difference here. And like it, listen, I we we can sit here and say Devin Booker is the entire reason why everything fell apart. But, but in that's my not what I'm saying. I, I, but but I, at the same time, I we've seen this team perform without Devin Booker, at least with effort. Whether you want to whether you want to agree with the results is fine, but the the effort they've they've been a hard playing team. They've they've done all the little things for for a long period of time here in the last three years, and tonight and really this season, it's like you know in the first quarter whether or not they're going to play a good game or not, yeah. and and more often than not they have gotten blown out in games that I'm like what is, it, it causes a lot of concern. Let's take a look at what's in the box tonight, and it ain't pretty. Uh, I'd rather see Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box than uh, what is in this. The second chance points tonight, 72 for the Grizzlies, 42 for the Suns, and rebounding 53 for the Grizzlies, 35 rebounds for the Suns. This tells the story right here. They got outworked on the glass. They gave up 30 points and second chance points. That's how you lose a game by 25 right there. At halftime. 35 to 17 they got doubled up on the boards at, mm-hmm. at halftime okay mm-hmm. so this is actually being a little bit nice to them because it was it was 18 at the half yeah and it was 18 at the end of the game so they neutralized them in the second half but it yeah. didn't matter at that point because yeah. the game was already over it was, right it was third stringers versus uh sun starters at one point. points in the paint 40 to 20 doubled them up again mm-hmm. um it's just no. This team is just no. so completely lost, man. Excuse me. Points in the paint actually were a half time. Were 72 to a 42 half t- a, a tonight. Yeah. Second chance points were 22 to 17. Uh, that was my fault. MI gave you the uh, the wrong term there. So points in the paint were a 30-point advantage tonight for the Grizzlies. And that's, uh, again, that's effort. When you give up that many, yeah. when you give up a 30-point advantage in the paint, that's because you are not playing defense. We saw so many lapses tonight on defense. We saw alley oops from a power forward to a center in this game. You don't see that shit uh, usually. This was, I mean, there's there's no sugarcoating this. This was ugly. This was lazy in a lot of ways, and I think this was one of the worst performances we've seen from this team in in three years. Um, I, I, yeah. I'm I'm almost speechless because we haven't seen this team play like this low in quite a while. And it's now it's, you know, listen, they they're about to eclipse their loss total from last year alone. 
Um, you know, they're, they're, they're rocketing towards that faster than we ever thought was going to be possible. Uh, the Grizzlies have a lot to say in the West. They're confident as all hell. Hell, they were shouting out, uh, you know, uh, we ain't worried about the West or whatever on the way out of the arena tonight. I'm you sorry. Know I mean? like, that's a little hubris. You're up, you're up two games on the team you just beat, and everybody in the West is within three games of you. So let's not act like you're you're a champion already in this conference. And you beat a team that didn't care tonight, it seemed like. like So well, the Grizz can be overly confident all they want, but I don't think anybody in this Western Conference should be acting like uh, they're, they're any kind of king in this conference. Everybody has sucked at multiple times this year in this conference. But going back to your point before the game, you said you think that the Suns will take this personally or you, sh- or you should never give your opponent a reason to, to play up. Well, Jaw was talking this shit for the last couple of days and they absolutely fell on their face. Yeah. I know they're missing key players. I, I know I this. I made that point in pregame. I, that, no, that, I, that, I know, I know that. I know that. But again, like we're, we're, we want to talk about how this team should rise up and stuff like that. I, I Again, we're just talking about effort. Like they could have missed every shot, but if they if they just looked like they were into the game, we wouldn't really be having as much of this discussion as no. I feel like we are. But they just looked like they didn't give a shit out there today. Hell, if they came out in the first quarter, it was close, and then they got the doors blown off. You're having a different discussion. But this was from word one, an ass kicking, and that's where where the concern is. And we've been saying it for, I mean, really, we've been saying it since the off season. James Jones has work to do here. This is not a roster that's going to compete for a championship where it stands. Even if you get everybody back healthy, they're not. So uh, this was just uh, another case of uh, this being a a big reminder of how far they have to go to actually be good. Now, I know know you kind of knocked on DA, but I feel like he was the only one that had any kind of success tonight. Uh, shot nine at twelve from the field, eighteen points, five rebounds. Struggled with fouls, had four of them, uh, and only played twenty-one minutes. So not an awful night. But th- what bothered me was the lapses on defense uh, for him at times in that first half. Uh, but I can never tell with this when team defense is bad. It, it's it, it's sometimes his defense looks bad just because he's trying to make up for things and winds up out of position uh, and, and a big guy gets a bucket and you go, Oh, well that's DA. Well, yeah, there was four other guys that weren't playing defense. Too, yeah. So no, I, I agree with that. It's just um, with, with DA again, like he didn't do shit in the first quarter. No, and then, then he doesn't, then he, the then he doesn't come in until like basically midway through the second quarter. Um, and then he plays a little bit in the third and then he doesn't come back in for until like midway through the fourth quarter. And then he finishes up the games and he gets his points when it really doesn't even matter anymore. Like, so, so this is an example of where stats really don't mean anything because no. I know, I, I, I mean, shooting percentage wise, sure. He was, he was, he was solid, but Again, in the first quarter, he was getting beasted down low. And I'm just talking about, like, second-chance opportunities at the rim. Like, you got to block out. But, again, to your point, there would be times where he was blocking out. Like, listen, the, the, the Grizzlies like to go with Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson. That's two bigs. Guess what you're missing right now? You don't really have a power forward. Torrey Craig has tried to do his very best to play that position. And I'm not so sure Cam Johnson would make a damn bit of difference at this no. point either. Jay Crowder, this is, what, this is a game 
where you did miss Jay Crowder because physically he can he can hold his own against Jaron Jackson. He's done it before. Um, but tonight you don't have that dude. Dario Saric got molly whopped oh, all game long uh, or whenever he was in there, so he couldn't handle it. He's not He can't handle that physicality or athleticism from the Grizzlies. And the whole team just broke down inside – time and time and time again and then when they did seal and they did get a block out the other guys like Mikhail just standing flat-footed letting dudes go right around him getting tip dunks and whatnot it's just it was just a mess from top to bottom look Dario Saric makes uh, you know Frankenstein look like he has good lateral movement like it is not it is not good when Dario's out there it was an embarrassment but it was an embarrassment with both ties out there the chat uh, many of them the girthlings are saying this is on Monty Williams. Do you feel like this is on Monty Williams because he doesn't have his guys prepared? Listen, I feel like that makes him the scapegoat when these guys didn't put forth effort. Well, I, I feel like it's a little bit of everybody right now, and which, listen, typically means something's off. Something's off somewhere somehow right um but i'm not going to sit there and say that maybe you know money lost the locker room or anything like that we've seen other teams before struggle and then and then figure it out and then bounce back especially if they have uh the suns don't have championship dna because they haven't won a championship but they do have a high level playoff dna right and so you hope that they they're able to fix whatever's ailing them right now but i'm telling you right now if you're a player in that locker room it's not about, oh, if Cam Johnson comes back, oh, when Devin Booker comes back, oh, when campaign comes back. No, 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 no. You got to put that shit out of your mind and you have to be the solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't start thinking like that, it's not going to matter when these dudes come back because as soon as they come back and you lose, you're going to be shattered all over yeah, again. And these guys mentality. shouldn't have that type of mentality. I don't believe they do. It's just for whatever reason, they're going through it right now as a team. I hope it's not internal, but I can understand why people would ask that. I don't I, – I get, okay, is it money? But to me, if you're going to point at somebody in basketball operations, it's James Jones. He watched what played out in the playoffs. Didn't really do much in the offseason. He got fringe guys that have have been better than expected but aren't going to change your fortunes, right? Uh, he's preached internal development over the last few years. The problem is internal development sounds great, but we're seeing external regression right now. We're seeing this team be worse than, than they have uh, in, in multiple facets. I, something's got to change. I think they need to inject some new blood in this team and they need to find a trade partner at some point. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you about that. I certainly don't. However, Again, my whole talking point from the beginning was effort. And James Jones isn't the one controlling how how a guy boxes out out there. Like that's a, these are fundamental things that these guys should be 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 doing out there that they're just not. They like the effort is not there at all. And that's not really from James. That's not James Jones's fault because these are the same guys that did give you effort a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Like what's what's changed in a year? Well, Chris Paul's age has changed. You know, he, he, we, we thought that we were going to see some regression. We have. You didn't really do anything to solidify that position. You knew that if Jay Crowder was really going to throw this fit, you didn't do anything to solidify your power forward position when you had Mr. Glass, uh, you know, Cam Johnson as your starter. So I think some of it has to be pointed 
at him because you did not prepare your roster for to to withstand any major injuries at this point. Yeah, but you also didn't expect uh, Mikhail Bridges to basically be inept when it comes to key matchups because he just yeah. disappears left and right like crazy. I, I, Mikhail Bridges to me has has not only dropped off on the offensive side of the ball because he used to be a consistent, mm-hmm. you know, 12, 14, 16, right? And now it's like, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to get from a game-to-game basis. Some games he gives you 30, some games he gives you fucking three. Five tonight on 29% shoot. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You can't be – he's the number three option on this team right now as we speak without Booker, right? It just CP3, uh, DA, and Mikhail. Oh. And Mikhail has absolutely gone – freaking he's just disappeared and then what's even more worrisome is on defense on defense he's not making nearly the impact that he used to so this defensive player of the year runner-up from a year ago has also gone mia so mikhail has regressed big time um in my opinion from from watching him on the game he doesn't make any intangible impact anywhere else and it's frustrating to watch. I will say this. John Morant did not have a good night from the field. was 4-14 with 12 points. Uh, now, how much of that was McHale? I, I don't know. He did have 11 assists, so he had an impact uh, on the game. But, you know, McHale maybe helped slow him down. But overall, there were too many times that you saw guys getting behind him, getting the open layups or dunks tonight. It was just – it was not pretty – overall yeah a lot a lot of a lot of upset people full-scale yeah, regression by the whole team according to whoever that was that just got taken off the screen <laughs> uh no we it's, can't no we can't that. that is way too small on the side we can't see anything over here yeah it's all good. you you could keep making it larger we're still not gonna be able to read that <laughs> i've got it open over here we had a super chat that uh has escaped me now here it is trevor said i'm tired of these blowout losses of the top teams in the nba it's concerning no fight and we always give up once we go down by 15 plus points look lately if you go back and look at the first two months of the season they won those big matchups you know i heard people saying oh you know national tv they they keep crap in the bed Including tonight, they're six and two on national TV. Now they're likely going to be six and three after Christmas Day, but six and two on, when they're on ABC, ESPN, or TNT. So uh, you know, I I get that right now it feels like everything is you know just total crap. That has not been the case all season, but right now things are problematic. We have to name a draft king king of the game. Contractually, we have to. Okay. Uh, and I don't think anybody that actually played in this game deserves to be named it. So we're going to name the one and only Lindsey Smith as our DraftKings king of the game because she didn't have to watch this game and she saved two and a half hours of her life. Oh, what a lucky so person. Congratulations, Lindsey. Even though you may be in health and safety protocols, at least you didn't have to deal with this tonight. Yeah. So we're going to give that to you. By the way, we're going to drop a poll in uh, on youtube right now do you want us to continue talking about this game or shift and just talk about holiday stuff best best food worst food all that and just stop talking about this game you control it right now you make sure to do that uh lindsey was our draft king king of the game but you can have fun even in a bad game like this 
Even even in the worst of games, you can have fun thanks to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Put a wager. Live wagering is fun uh, in this case. You can even go, oh, oh, I'm going to take an extended line. The Suns won't lose by 30 tonight and get, get the odds on that. You can bet on points that a guy, a random bench guy is going to have. There's all sorts of props during a game, lines during a game. DraftKings Sportsbook app makes it much more interesting when things are shitty like tonight. Uh, if you want to use that, uh, use the app, download it now, sign up with the code PHNX, place a $5 pregame money line bet on MB- any NBA team to win their game. Don't do it on the Suns right now. And you're going to get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Plenty of football games and basketball games this weekend for you to bet on. So head over to that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code PHNX. And While you're watching those games, you should enjoy some Four Peaks. Damn Four Peaks is delicious. Get a nice frosty cold one. Uh, sip on it while you're watching this uh, show right now and, and vent. Vent with us because that's what we're here for. Yeah. Four Peaks is one of the premier beers in the state, uh, if not the country, in my opinion. Uh, wow, wheats, you got your peaches, your your kill lifters, you got your Redbird lager, and obviously uh, we have the Suns Brew. Obviously, it's a fantastic throwback logo. So enjoy Four Peaks responsibly. You must be 21 and over, and you should come out to our golf event, the PHNX Tea Party, uh, which is, will be January 13th. Phenomenal time. You know, fun for the whole family. Bring your kids out. We'll be out there hanging out, watching the T-Wolves versus Suns. Hopefully we'll get a better performance than we did today. And even if we don't, guess what? You're out there on the range having a blast, drinking, eating, having a great time, winning prizes, the whole nine yards. So bring yourself, bring your family, whatever you want to do. January 13th, presented by Four Peaks. Um, and you can also enjoy Four Peaks where? Wherever you get your beer. On this beautiful more furniture, baby. Oh, it's so nice and comfortable. I didn't know we were going to go that route. We were going to do three, right, Emma? I I knew what the assignment was. I six, but I thought you wanted me to talk about the beer. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, the more furniture. So comfortable. Go to morfurniture.com and get yourself a nice deal like these cushy chairs or the loungers that we have in our front room where we uh, watch all the games on. They're so nice and comfortable. They have the LED lights in the cup holders and whatnot. Which I accidentally turn on all the time. Yeah, which I love. And so they have the USB uh, port so you That's can plug nice. your phone. Just a whole bunch of cool stuff. More furniture. It's the best furniture you'll get here in the Valley. Check it out at morefurniture.com. And don't forget they have their holiday sale going on through tomorrow so if you are really really uh procrastinating on your gifts go to more, more furniture take care of that now How you like that max simpson what is what is emma got going on the mistress behind the mac is smiling well, she, well she's excited here. about the way we just did our ad reads and breezed right through three what, of them was that what it is or is there something yeah. okay good no whenever you guys like breeze through them it is so hot do you want us to go the <laughs> do you want us to go the other three i mean we could just knock it off what's the, what's the poll saying right now the people are lame. I don't even want to say it. They want to talk about this game. Yeah, I, I kind of want to talk about the game too. What more is there to talk about? Let's talk, they pull sucked. Up the, all right, well, there I, you go. So I don't know if you know this, Espo, but the, you know part of the the shtick of this show is to do is to engage with the fans. Well, I would if I can read the damn chat. If they want to talk about the game, <laughs> let's talk about the game. Okay, here's one comment. Uh, Man Rock seventy seven says, comment. "Trade Monty for Udoka." No. <laughs> No, that's a, that's, that's a, a whole different level of problems you got to deal a, with there. Right there. 
<laughs> Listen, you know, I, I don't know where the Suns are going to go from here. I know a lot of people are upset about money. I know a lot of people are upset about James Jones, lack of effort to really shore up this roster. Um, and after the offseason we had and the big tease of KD, there's a there's a letdown. And I think that letdown has somehow permeated itself um, into the season for the last, really, last month. Uh, this last month has been a brand of Suns basketball that I cannot recognize. It is, it is not team. it's not fun to watch. Um, we were sitting here miserable for basically two hours and 15 minutes. The only time it was fun was uh, when they were about to tip off. Uh, and I, I don't even know what to say. It's just I this team is unrecognizable right now, and they have a lot of issues that they have to fix, mostly on the court. But who knows? It could be also off the court. I don't know. I literally found myself watching hockey at times tonight i was playing sniper on my phone <laughs> like it was it was just it was bad this evening now i get it right i i know that there's panic but there is some hope on the horizon for me is there yeah the fact that matt ishby is coming in to own this and the last thing he wants is for his first four months at the helm of this team to be a total disaster it would not shock me if that's the catalyst to forcing James Jones to finally make some moves. I, I love your optimism. I do. Well, if you come in and you pay $4 billion for something, aren't you going to be like, no, fix this shit. Whatever it takes, fix this, because I'm not going to watch this team bow out in the first round and look like the sun setting on them. Well, cool. You can wish that all you want, but the, their options are limited. Like you could only you could you could only execute so many things on so many different levels, and I I know we all think very highly of Da and Mikhail in terms of trade value, right? I it's it's kind of funny how when when we talk about Da, uh, you know, people will either hate him or love him, but even the ones that hate him think that we can get immense trade value back from him, and I'm like, well, then you should like him because that means he's a valuable asset. Um, and so you, you got to figure out what you have. And if Matt Ishbia comes in and says, I want a championship. Well, cool. Get in fucking line. So does everybody no, else here. No, but like I, you can trade. Look, you got value here. You got all your draft picks. If, if you wanted to make a move, you could find a move to be made. If the Chicago bulls blow it up, you can be at that table. If any of these teams blow it up, you could be in the middle of those discussions. But, but again, for the, for the, for the things that you have versus the things that you want, is there a trade to be made out there outside of KD that would make this team a championship level contender? If, if you lose Mikhail or, or DA, you, you move Mikhail trade, trade him and you know first round picks and salary matching for DeMar DeRozan you get Cam back yeah I think you can make a run with that group uh, you know there's there's a handful of guys it's not Katie or bust you have to get creative and that's where James Jones has to prove that he's the guy to be in the seat he has to prove that he's the guy to make the move to put you in the position to win this isn't always supposed to be easy. It's been easy for the first two and a half years. Well, guess what? Now's the hard part. Fix it. Find a way to fix it. Get this team back on track. Find ways to tinker with the roster on the back half and then make a bigger trade. Anything but standing pat and not doing anything is like being near a watching Rome burn. Like there's just no point in that. I think the Suns value Mikhail, um immensely. 
And I think they value, obviously, CP3 is a whole other discussion. Um, I think the one asset that you have besides Cam Johnson that you think you could trade is probably DA, maybe at some point, if you don't value him. Um, but I, I I just don't see them moving from Mikhail unless they get some crazy offer uh, for a superstar. DeRozan probably ain't going to happen. But you know, you never know. You never know. I, I just... I so, know, I know, I know. the the the, the thought is you got to make a move right now. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Sure, yeah. I mean, in, in theory, for sure. But there's a lot more that goes into it than just I want this player. So this is what I'm going to trade to get him. I, I get that, but there is there are moves to be made. There have been moves to be made, and James Jones seems to be adverse to taking risk and making moves. But with what you're saying is. Right now, this is what you're going to have, and it's not good enough. Oh, now that's all you got. That that's that's problematic. Well, if that's the case, James Jones ain't going to be sitting in that seat. Well, I, I don't think. I think the the Jay Crowder stuff. First of all, I think the Jay Crowder stuff is is slowly dying in the water. The longer and longer we wait, um, you know, I, I thought that maybe the tread deadline would push him up, but. Honestly, I feel like a lot of the NBA is like out of sight, out of mind with Jay Crowder. Like he hasn't played. Nobody knows what he could do anymore. They don't know if he's aged or if he's still good. He's got all the intangible. Nobody fucking knows outside of those Instagram videos. So his his asset is depreciating by itself. Oh, he's he's going to end up getting shipped off to to some shitty ass team. Uh, just, just just to make a move. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then you have other assets like Dario and and, and such that's filler. for salary filler. Yeah. <laughs> like, but again, like we're, when we're talking about those guys, um, you have to lump in something of value, which ends up being draft picks and hoping that another team is just looking to to secure draft picks and get rid of capital by getting rid of one of their better players. And I just don't know if there's a team out there right now that's that's in that boat, considering that the damn near M- entire NBA is parity driven right now. And it feels like everybody in the West has a chance. There, there's some teams that I think understand their fate, but look, I get it. It takes two to tango, right? There has to be another team willing to buy what you're selling. And I don't think Jay Crowder is the bait that's going to get you anything to help. Mm-hmm. At this point, I think they should be lucky enough to just trade him for uh, you know uh, Rui Hachimura or uh, or Grayson Allen, any guy with a pulse that could come in and do anything in your second unit. Uh, if you're not working on something bigger, because you're right, every every day, every week, every month that passes with Jay Crowder, people know less of what he's going to be able to provide you. And that means he's on a very short term, two month, three month contract at that point for a team. So why are they going to give up something of value when they're renting this guy and they don't know what they're getting? It'd be like renting an apartment with that used to be nice that you have no clue what condition it's in. there. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I this this is this is the tough part where you're at. You're back to you've got book and you've got some young potential guys, and that's it right now. And maybe they did overachieve the last two years, and that's fine. But it's James Jones's job to figure out how to get them back to being uh, contenders to not to to overachieve again if they have to. But that's that's his job now. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I partly agree with that because I also feel like it's Monty's job 
to to get these players to play at a high level, whether or not they miss all their players or not. And um, the the lackluster effort that I've seen too many times this season, I feel like is more attributable to to Monty than it is James Jones at this point. Yeah, James Jones can make a move to shore up the lineup. Really, right now, what 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 I feel like you're inferring is is that James Jones needs to make a move to really put a spark back into this team and bring in and kind of invigorate it with some type of energy because right now they just don't have it. Yeah. Well, you, you cook, right? You enjoy <laughs> cooking, right? Sure. Say you put me in charge of going and getting your ingredients and you want, you want a filet mignon. You want, uh, you want the best piece of chicken I can get. Right. And okay. I come back with spam and a box of hamburger helper. I'm expecting you to provide me with a the same kind of high level meal that uh that that you would promise me, and I gave you shitty ingredients. A good chef what? knows how to make yeah. anything out I'm of so, anything. I, I get that, but it's not. Gonna, <laughs> I knew he was gonna send me gonna gonna I was like, oh, dude, level, right? oh man, have you seen my spam fucking dishes? Yeah, it's still not gonna taste like that filet mignon. All right, that's. I get that you can dress up spam, but in the end, it's still spam, right? <laughs> Uh, I think spam dish. I think Monty Williams tonight wasn't a good example, but sure. at some point the ingredients matter that you're given given the coach. Sure, the sure. roster matters that you're given the coach, and I don't think I don't think that Phil Jackson or Pat Riley at his peak or fucking Red Auerbach could come in here and take this group without Devin Booker and make them mm. beat a team like a Memphis on a night like this. I just don't. I mean, no. Okay. I, <laughs> I, 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 I hear you. And I can't really debate that because the times that there was nobody around Michael Jordan, it was Michael Jordan. So I, I get that. Like, I, I won't even debate, debate you on that. But, you know, it, again, I'm not even talking about beating Memphis. I just want effort. And I don't care what the hell's going on like okay and to your to your uh to to your analogy um you know you don't care you, you want me to make a high high level meal i'm just asking for the motherfucker to cook it that's it I that's get, all i'm asking okay i let let me be clear i'm not giving monty a, a free pass here i think it's both of them right i think i think it's both of them that have responsibility in this i just don't want I don't want uh, you know James Jones to be off the hook and just go. Well, Monty didn't make these guys play hard, and yeah. I know that's not what you're saying. Uh, we got somebody else that's going to come and join uh, this pity party here. Uh, let's uh, let's welcome in him. the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to. Hi, Gerald. Hi, Gerald. Hi, Gerald. Gerald? Hi, Gerald. Hi, Gerald. Why do I think Hi, he's Gerald. just screwing with us Hi. right now? Hi. I <laughs> Can think you see us? I think he's doing Hello? it on purpose. He's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand here. All right. Well, that is Gerald, about right for this can game. Can you see me? Start signing to him. Okay, can we can we do sign language? I don't think him? he can see us. Can he see us? I don't he think he can hear us, to. see us. I don't think we got anything going on. Okay. Well, Emma, I guess you could text him and say, hey, buddy, you're staring at the camera. We can see you, but we can't hear you. I texted him three times. Look, I'm just, he's using his phone, so he's not going to see. (laughs) 
I look, this this is about what the Suns did tonight. Basically. They stood there on the court and provided no value. No, doing his fantastic Phoenix Suns impression tonight. I don't, you know, most of you can't see it obviously if you're listening to the audio only. Uh, but Gertha's just standing on the court, just chilling, Looking having a good very, time. Very Emma, you're gonna have to call him to interrupt I, his stream so that way he can get out and get back in. I really, I really feel like somebody, a Memphis reporter is about to about to body him up just just like the Grizzlies did to the Suns. Uh that was uh yeah that was about right. That was spot on. Yeah, that was uh, uh that was yeah, yeah, it was just like tonight's performance. Yeah, so. I we do have a super chat though. Oh, we have another one, huh? Uh Michael yeah. uh, Gazarian Gazarian uh, says what's our record since Paul came back? No one wants to talk about it. Uh, we were first place when Payne was starting. He's the problem. I mean I don't think that that's necessarily wrong uh, in some ways. I mean, they have looked lost since Chris Paul has come back. I mean, they haven't looked great, Bob. <laughs> he came back for that Boston game, right? Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Or was it the? Or was it the Mavericks? No, he returns for in the Celtics route. That was the first game. Yeah, Celtics route. Uh, they've had uh, not a good stretch. I don't I'll believe. I'll get you the exact stats. So, yeah, so maybe it's a little, little dicey. We can go ahead and bring him in. Uh, go ahead, pop that thing in there. Yeah. Hi, Gerald. Can you hear us now? Nope. Well, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Okay, you know what? We're going to do this on live TV right here. This is what how this is all going to – oh, we can't because then it will interrupt his feed. Yep. Oh, his screen will just go black. I texted yeah. him. I said, Gerald, talk, please, please. And he said, LOL, Emma, I am not hearing a damn thing. Uh, <laughs> even better. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to let Girth go on his road trip to New Mexico. And we'll, uh, we'll probably have to wrap this up. Well, I just told him to change his audio settings because sometimes that's all you need to do. Anyway, um, I don't know if I don't, I don't feel like Chris Paul is the reason. Um, he, but he's just like everybody else. I feel like he's a reason why this team is not playing up to it, it, its full potential. Chris Paul has obviously taken a step back. He might give you some glimpses in some games here and there, but I think it's safe to say that he's not the Chris Paul that we've we've gotten used to for the last two seasons um, because every time somebody wants to say that, okay, cool, he drops 28 against a lowly the Clippers team. Who gives a shit? Or the Lakers or whatever. It's more important when they show up in games like this, and he just can't do that at that level anymore. And that's that's just what it is. So they are, five, are three and five since Chris Paul came back, and that includes three, four, or four double-digit losses. Excuse me. No, that doesn't include tonight's game. So that's they're three and six. And that includes uh, five double-digit losses since Chris Paul has come back. That's terrible. It's not good. I mean, it's not good. In how many of those was was Devin out? I you know I can I can look into that a little bit later. I don't want to. It's do not this good. Time. But it's it look. There's not a lot of excuses in in that. I mean, and it took a couple Herculean efforts. From Devin Booker to get some wins in those games too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's <laughs> one last try. Gerald, right, can you Gerald. hear us? All right. Merry Christmas, Gerald. <laughs> okay. Oh well, we tried, yeah. and just like the Suns, uh, that was also a disappointment. Uh, yeah, that was not that, that was not good either. But you know what? Uh, speaking of trying, uh, you know, See, why not? 
Why not go? Why not? Why not try Octane Raceway and Mavericks? You know what else isn't a disappointment? Boom! I was trying to set you up, man. I I heard you. Look, this is the best duo involving the Phoenix Suns (laughs) right now. Rerun the best two-man game you're going to see and have for what, like three weeks now? Basically, cone-on-cone crime right here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Cones, Octane Raceway. If you want (laughs) to, you know what I mean, Deva. I meant like the Pat Bev cones. uh, Come on, all right, just move along. Octane Raceway and Mavericks, uh, one of our newest sponsors here at phnx if you want to do some go-kart racing while the kids are out on winter break or you want to go to the arcade do bowling have some great food have an adult beverage while the kids go play you can do all that at octane raceway and mavericks uh we had a great time out there when we went out there as a company uh, we did the racing one time we did the uh did the arcade another it is spectacular highly recommend it they have daily specials uh tuesdays you can get 50 percent off taco trios i might go out there on tuesday for that all, all sorts of specials that you can get uh and you know I told you we're excited to have them as part of the PHNX family, and we want you to go out there and try Octane Raceway and Mavericks up there off the 101. Easy to get to from anywhere in the Valley. Check them out. You know what else is fun? Underdog Fantasy. The Underdog Fantasy app. You could just check out the Underdog Fantasy app. It gives you all the fun you could ever want. You can do drafts. You can just do single-game fantasy games. It's it's fun. Uh, a couple times with the with the – the tailgate guys i've done like a four-person draft right there on the spot it's phenomenal it's it's just a great app like it's fun to use on your own um and if you're want to put a little bit more skin in the game as my guy says right here um you can go to that app and just fuck around it's really fun um yeah it's easy to get started just go to the underdogfantasyapp.com uh, oh, I'm sorry underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with promo code phnx and underdog We'll match your first deposit of up to $100. I have like $250 in my account right now because I've taken money from my colleagues here at PHNX, which has been fantastic and fun. Any money out of their pocket in in mine is always a good thing. You know what you could spend some of that $250 on? Illegal Pete's. Some of the best guacamole and queso you're going to get. So once you're sick of the ham and potatoes and all that other crap you're going to eat over the next two days, (laughs) head out to Illegal Pete's on Mill. Enjoy their tacos, their burritos, their nachos, their full bar with uh, custom cocktails and beer, and their piping hot queso. And they make the best guac that I've had. I tried a little today. I snuck a little in finally, uh, and it was spectacular. I can't wait to get out there to their Mill location next week. Uh, and you can to check out that location on Mill and purchase a hundred dollar in gift cards. They're going to throw in twenty five dollars on the house. So give the twenty five away, keep the hundred for yourself. It's just that easy. And look out uh, for a few informal happy hours where the PHNX Sun Devil crew, where they'll drink you under the table and eat all your guac. So that's a legal piece. Check it. That out. sounds like a good time. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What else we got? Are we good? We're done with the ads. Are we good? Are we good with Suns basketball right now? I'm not good with it. You know, but I, I, I know a lot of people are upset and they're just like, "What the hell's going on?" Hey, listen, there's not much to say. This team is in disarray right now. Um, or at least it feels like they're in disarray right now. And who knows? Devin Booker and Cam Johnson can come back, and that could be the the cure that ails all. I don't Cam know. Campaign could come back and be the starting point. He part. could be. I mean, I think there's. Listen, I think there's a combination of a lot of different things. I think it's. Monty has got to do a much better job getting these guys prepared. 
um, for for these games. I feel like it's each up to each individual player to really get in their their right mindset. Listen, the fact that you weren't ready to play the Grizzlies is shocking because you knew what the Grizzlies were going to bring. You've seen it for the last couple of years. You've seen it with Jaw. You know what Steven Adams is all about. You know what Desmond Bain's all about. There's no excuse for that kind of performance. No, um, but, you know, listen, I think everybody has to take a look in the mirror and and figure out what's going on and fix it. James Jones, Monty, the whole organization from top to bottom. Uh, we, we're going to have a new influx of energy, I'm, I'm going cash. to assume, and cash <laughs> in that building here soon. Um, but I don't think it's wise to sit there and 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 hope that that's that's going to solve all the issues. I do think that it will help push people in the right direction. Um, but uh, there's just a lot to be determined between now and the trade deadline in February. Look, their path to getting right is Monty needs to coach better. They need to get healthy. James Jones needs to make a move, and the new owner me- needs to make everything feel stable and show a willingness to spend. Once we get all that, if they look like this, then hit the big panic button <laughs> because it may be time to, yeah. to completely move on from it. But there are so many things going on right now that it's tough to pinpoint just one of them that would be the panacea and fix it all. Yeah. Booker makes a lot of these things look a little bit better mm-hmm. because he can drop 58 and bring you back from down 24 and do all these things that he can lift these guys. But without him, you see all the cracks. And tonight was a... Here's this pig without lipstick on it. Yeah, it's, it's not pretty. Simple. It's not pretty. Hey, listen, you know, before we, you know, wrap all this stuff up, I did want to take a, a few moments to just kind of say thank you. Uh, you know, listen, we, this is the holiday season. Um, and here at PHNX over the last year and a half, close, year and a half, uh, we've been doing this and it's been fantastic. It's been fun. Um, a lot of liveliness in these chats because of what you all provide. And we very much appreciate it. No matter how much you may disagree with what we say or each other say, um, I just love the fact that we have, uh, an outlet. Uh, we have a space for us all to be able to bitch and moan and complain and listen, misery loves company. I think we're all miserable about the way the sons are playing, but that's okay. Because at the end of the day, we're still all together doing this, and that's the whole reason why we started P- doing PH Next. I want to say uh, a big, huge thank you to um, our guy, Brandon Spano, who basically overlooks the all-city network and runs PH Next Denver and CHGO. Um, to all the other colleagues across the country, thank you so much for uh, for the support and for working together with us to try and build this network up as we prepare to launch to, I think, one or two more cities here in the next year. Um, and then thank you to everybody here at PHNX, uh, starting with my man Espo, Jacob, you know, Sean, and, and the list goes on and on. Emma behind the Mac. Um, everybody puts in so many hours yeah. every single day, every single week to try and produce the type of shows and the type of content that we think you guys would enjoy and want to partake in. Um, that's why it means so much to us when somebody actually comes across the line, so to speak, and and gets that diehard membership to help support us um, and to really engage with us and be around us at these events because that's what this is all about. So uh, from my heart to you, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Um, happy holidays. And I'll leave it off to you, buddy. Look, look man, happy holidays to you. Uh, enjoy some time with the family next week. I appreciate everything you do for us and building this community uh and look like saul said we appreciate each and every one of you this is nothing if we don't have you guys and yeah we yell we have fun we we get on each other but 
but it's because we all have a passion for this. And even in these shitty games where it's 1142, uh, 15 minutes before Christmas Eve, we're all sitting here talking about this and, and venting. It's always fun to have group therapy. We've had the highs, we've had the lows, but we've had it all together and we appreciate it. Emma, thank you. And we also have a super chat. We do have another super chat, which, uh, this is Manny Manuel uh, says, I'm just in a salty mood now. So screw James Jones for not improving this team <laughs> and for not drafting Tyrese uh, Halliburton. That's it. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> I think that's the perfect way to wrap this one up because that's the energy we all have. Get some shit done, sons. Fix this so we can have fun with basketball. But Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. No pregame on Sunday. No, no, no pregame on Christmas. No pregame because but we're not putting in that extra work No, but we will Day. be back for the postgame show after that Denver Nuggets game. Let's pray that that's way better than this one was. Sweet baby Jesus, please give us that booker <laughs> back. Oh, I really can't take another game like this on Christmas at 8.30 on national television. Yeah. Uh, we will be back. It'll probably be another 11 o'clock post-game show, but we'll see you then. Uh, have a Merry Christmas with your families. Be safe. Uh, open some great presents. Eat some great food. Join us back for the post-game show on Christmas. So for Saul, for Emma, I'm Aspo. And remember, an angel doesn't get his wings until that bell rings. Ahoy, ahoy.